0: I want to tell you something and that is operating a food company has been one of the most challenging endeavors of my life from innovating products that we want to land at the intersection of taste and nutrition to wrestling with supply chain issues and managing inventory. I have had more sleepless nights in the past three years than I have in the last 30, including the 12 when I was a firefighter. But no one tells you that food is hard. But I also want to say it's because of each of you that we continue to get in the trenches day after day after day. It's in our core values to keep at it, knowing that we are filling a giant void in the market with products that you can't find anywhere else. And this makes it easier for us to climb out of bed each day. I wanna thank you for your patience. We are anxiously awaiting the return of our organic pancake and waffle mixes. And we're excited to announce that our Plant Strong Milks will be available online later this week, followed soon thereafter by the return of our exciting new burger mixes. Our goal is to be your reliable and trustworthy partner for all things plant strong, allowing you to stock up on healthy meals that you can make and enjoy in minutes while still managing your busy lives. I appreciate each and every one of you and want you to know that the effort will be worth it once more brands start to care about the integrity of the nutrition that they're putting into their products. Thank you So much for your support. And please stay tuned for exciting updates at planstrong.com.
1: How do you want to be remembered? What is your legacy going to be? Because there's there's so many trophies to be won. You know, every league, every game you play in there's a winner and a loser. Every every year there's a winner of a league. Every year there's, you know, a winner of a of a cup but when, you, when you're done and the people around you, how you made them feel and, and the person you are, I think matters the most.
0: Season three of the Plant Strong Podcast explores those Galileo moments where you seek to understand the real truth around your health and dare to see the world through a different lens. This season, we honor those courageous seekers who are paving the way for you and me. So grab your telescope, point it towards your future, and let's get plant strong together. All right, gang, is it just me or is everyone else out there just pumped up and over the moon excited? about the Olympic Games. They are kicking off this weekend, and while they may look and feel a little different from years past, I know that you're gonna agree that it is fantastic to see the best athletes in the world back out there doing what they love doing, competing on the global stage. I'm Rip Esselstyn, and I wanna welcome you to another episode of the Plan Strong Podcast. My family and I love watching athletes competing at the highest levels, especially Plan Strong athletes who are simply dominating in their sports right now. Last weekend, Novik Djokovic won Wimbledon. It now means that he has won 20 Grand Slam titles. He's tied with Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer at 20. He won Wimbledon and he only dropped two sets the whole tournament, one set in his first match and one set in his last match. And he attributes a large part of his success in tennis to a plant-based diet, giving him the focus and the stamina that's necessary in, uh, in this very grueling sport. And also, right now, we have the NBA Finals going on between the Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. And Chris Paul who's leading the charge with the uh, with the Phoenix Suns is plant-based, and I got my fingers crossed that they're gonna be able to pull it out. We'll we'll soon see. All this to say that I am beyond thrilled to bring you today's guests who are competing at the top level of professional women's soccer, Tony Presley and Allie Riley of the Orlando Pride. They're both using their platforms to promote a plant-strong diet, both on and off the field. And earlier this year, they launched their own cooking show called Girls Gone Veg. It's on the I Am Athlete YouTube channel. And this conversation was was really uh, exciting for me. I learned how they got to know each other and how in a very short period of time, they connected on their mutual love of Whole Plant Strong Foods to create this show and bring the power of a plant-strong diet to a wider audience. I can tell you as a former professional athlete who's been waving this flag for years, it wells me up with great pride to watch this new generation of athletes use their platforms for so much good. These Girls Gone Veg are inspiring millions of people of all ages, especially I think the younger generation, about living and dreaming big and pursuing their goals. But they are also teaching their fans how to live a whole life of health and vitality with foods that will fuel them for peak performance at any age. Fueling for performance is something that I am intimately familiar with whether I am recharging after my morning master's swim here in Austin or if I'm gearing up for a big family hike through the green belt or frankly, if I'm just got a huge day at the Plant Strong World headquarters, oats are always a key ingredient in my morning bowl. If you haven't tried our new Plant Strong granolas, you're missing out. We just launched these four guilt-free flavors in June and members of the community have been literally gobbling them up. They come in classic oatmeal raisin, all-American apple pie, tahini chocolate chip, and crisp mixed berry crumble, which incidentally is what I had this morning over my Rip's Big Bowl cereal. All are handmade in small batches. They're date sweetened, no added sugar, oil-free and 100% whole grain. Simply toss a bag in your backpack and you'll be always prepared when hunger strikes. Simply head over to our website at plantstrongfoods.com and pick up a sampler pack of these four all-new varieties while they're available. Can't wait to hear which one is your favorite. Now, Another announcement, if you haven't heard, our 10th anniversary Plant Stock Celebration is online and on sale. Grab a friend and join us virtually from September 8th to the 12th as we honor all the progress that's been made over the last decade with the science, with the food, and with the movement as a whole. It is nothing short of phenomenal what has happened. This will be the perfect way to invite that family member who desperately needs a green leafy intervention to come take a drink from the fire hose and learn everything they can about the why and the how of Plant Strong Living. And in honor of our 10th anniversary and as part of my mission to reach as many people as possible with the good news about plants, group tickets are just $10 a piece when you buy five. Ten bucks Gets you access to life changing information to help start or strengthen your Plan Strong journey. Our lineup this year includes the ultimate Brock stars. Can you say T. Colin Campbell, Caldwell Esselstyn, Dr. Michael Greger, Dr. Michael Clapper, Christy Funk, Will Bolshewitz, the Shure's Eyes, The list goes on and on and on. Don't miss out. Visit PlanStrong.com slash PlanStock to sign up today. Please welcome the stars of Girls Gone Veg and stars of the Orlando Pride, Allie Riley and Tony Presley. So Tony and Allie, I want to welcome you guys to the Plan Strong podcast. Love having really powerful, athletic, beautiful women that are going plant strong, that are doing the veg thing and, um, and that are paving the way for, and I'll just kind of keep this, you know, maybe to your audience, but I know it goes way beyond women and girls, but to me, it's so important that, that, you know, the younger population can see you guys as role models that are eating this way. And you guys are like thriving like never before. Uh, and so, what I'd love to do is talk about your journeys, each one of you, Tony and Allie, mm-hmm. uh, how you guys came to become such great friends and the genesis of Girls Gone Veg. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. this, this really fun show that you guys have got going on. And then, of course, how, you know, going predominantly plant based, because I know that Allie isn't 100%. Yeah, Tony, may- Tony maybe- you got to get on her. Tony. Yeah, maybe Don't after this know, podcast,
2: you know. <laughs> I like try to send her videos and
1: like, oh, she sends me all the documentaries, documentaries here and there.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. yeah did you did you send her the game changers?
1: Oh, seen it. I loved it. That was yeah. that was a big step in in my journey. So definitely, right. yeah. yeah.
0: Good, good. So uh, I'm. You guys can decide who starts out, but I'd love to hear first your journey towards uh, going, you know, predominantly vegetarian veg and, and Tony going like all in plant-based.
1: Okay. Yeah. So for me, I, I have enjoyed trying different diets just kind of to challenge myself and to see if there's anything that could unlock, you know, that little extra bit of potential in terms of my game. Um, and I was eating kind of a mix between vegetarianism, paleo, when I came to Orlando last year, um, and just mostly enjoyed cooking, enjoyed cooking, hosting, sharing food with friends, and I was told upon arrival that I would connect immediately with this girl, Tony, Tony Dion Presley. And, <laughs> and,
0: and, and how long ago was that?
1: This was last February.
0: So not too long. No, We've,
1: no. We we have only known each other for about a year, which is crazy. And just um, and just
0: and just because and I'll and I'll say this in the intro, but uh for people that have no idea, you know, what kind of athletics you guys participate in. Oh, you, right, and when, right, right, right. When you say we met in Orlando or, you know, yes, like okay. like so what 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 professional sports team are you guys on? And uh yeah, tell us that.
1: Okay, so we're professional soccer players who play for Orlando Pride, and I had been playing in in Sweden, in England, and in Germany, and Tony's partner and I had played together in the U.S. and in Sweden, so when I signed from Bayern Munich uh, to Orlando Pride, I knew there were some familiar faces, Alex Morgan, Ashlyn Harris, um, that I had played with before, and Marta, of course, the best player in the world. And, but no one was talking about them. Everyone was saying, when you come to Orlando, you're going to connect with Tony. (laughs) Because you have the same energy. And she's an amazing, amazing cook. And she just, I mean, yeah. I, I have a, I had an Instagram account called Love To Eat To Love, posting all different types of recipes, lots of just healthy food, but no particular diet. Um, they're like, wait till you try Tony's vegan food. And I had heard that she had, also convinced Marta, my good friend, who I know as this meat lover. She would roast a whole chicken for me, you know, doing all these cheesy, heavy dishes, amazing traditional Brazilian dishes. And I had heard that Tony had turned her vegan. So I was so excited to meet this, this Tony. <laughs> and we honestly for just. For a hit it.
0: I, Yeah. For a sec. So Marta who you said is she's one of the best female soccer yeah, six
1: time FIFA best player in the world.
0: And and what team is she on?
1: So she's also on Orlando and plays for Brazil.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes,
1: but had been playing in Sweden and we also played together back in 20 20- 10 in 2011 in the former professional league here in the U S and then the league folded. We both went over to Sweden, ended up on the same team there as well. Then she ditched me for warmer <laughs> weather and yes. met Tony here in Orlando. And I was still playing in, in at Chelsea and Bayern Munich and then followed her to Orlando and met Tony.
0: So Marta is now plant based as well
1: hundred percent.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Woo! The best player in the world. And Alex Morgan is also predominantly vegan and, you know, another one of the the greatest players right now and, and making a huge impact. So we have, we have a good game going on, on Orlando pride.
0: Love it. I'm sorry. So I interrupted when you were just talking about uh, connecting with Tony. Right.
1: Okay. So I met Tony and um, we hit it off and we you know, we're training, but also talking about have you tried this and let me bring you this. And so we're kind of bringing each other different little treats we were making at home. And it was fun for me to try her food that was, I would never have known was vegan you know, these cakes and cookies and pastas and incredible bolognese, these dishes. And then I was trying to get creative and wanted to impress my new friend, of course, and and tweak some of my recipes to be vegan. And, and it opened my eyes a lot to how actually easy it could be. And then COVID hit. So we couldn't cook together. We couldn't spend time together. So Tony would drive over to the apartment where I live and leave like tinfoil packages of treats she was making. And I would bring things over to her and like drop them off. So we started this connection. We'd send selfies of us like trying each other's food. And like we made this TikTok video of us like making a making a, a cake together. So we just started like having all these ideas. And then when we finally could connect and, and start training together again, Um, when, when the protocols changed and we were getting tested, we just, we were comparing notes and Tony was like, Allie, let's do a cookbook. Let's do a cookbook. We have all these recipes. She's an amazing photographer as well. And then I'll let Tony explain how that kind of continued on to become a show. But yeah, so Tony just really inspired me to to take it a step further to basically 80%, 90% vegan, um, or at least vegetarian. And and I love it. And her food is amazing. And she assures me that mine is too. But we've had so much fun cooking together, creating videos and content and just encouraging our teammates to try it. And just, I think it's cool because we have that mix of Tony who went cold turkey. It's funny that's called cold turkey when you don't eat turkey, but- um, <laughs>
0: We've changed that. From now on, you need to use the term cold kale. We went cold, cold kale. Way. She went cold
1: kale. She went cold kale, um, and she's that person for me who gives me tips and advice. And I know she'll tell her story about who who that person was for her. But it's never too late, you know. And it's and it's fun. And I think it's cool that we have this relationship where I'm in that position and and encouraging. My friends and family, if you can do it once a week, if you could do it twice a week and my partner Lucas in Sweden, he's a meat lover and you know he's slowly getting these ideas and trying things and not being afraid and uh, Tony's been a huge part of that so that's been my she's been my inspiration. And seeing how strong she is and how I mean her skin is glowing. She has all the energy and it's it's been rubbing off on me. So that's that's kind of how, how I've ended up here. And I think Tony has has a really cool story and, and how it's changed her and then how it became Girls Gone Veg.
0: Yeah, I, feel oh. I can't wait to hear. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
2: wonderfully done, Ali. Like, oh, I love you so much. Um, so I became a vegan in 2016 and the new term we're going to use is went cold kale. Yeah. So I went I went cold <laughs> kale. Um, I had been mainly cooking for myself um, vegetarian meals at the time. And I was just so curious about, um, the vegan diet I saw, you know, there are a few restaurants in Orlando that were, um, exclusively vegan. And I was like, well, it doesn't seem that much different than, um, being a vegetarian. So I'm just gonna, I'm going to do it. Um, so I gave myself like a little challenge and, um, went cold kale Um, In my off season and my or our nutritionist for the Orlando Pride was extremely helpful um, just in making me mindful of, you know, certain um, supplements I might need to be taking um, my B12, my iron, um, things like that. And I think just my love of food and cooking is what really helped me to go cold kale. Um, I love to. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) put it on a sticker. Um, I love, I love experimenting in the kitchen. I love figuring out like, okay, like I can't use this milk. What milk can I use? I can't use cheese. What can I use to kind of replicate this creamy factor in a pasta? Um, and yeah, it was just exciting. And then I think, as I um, dove deeper into this diet and and was training and I was noticing all the beneficial um, effects my body was having um, the beneficial effects um, in in terms of like my performance, I was like, Whoa, this is like, there's like really something to this. Um, I was sleeping better. I dropped some weight. I leaned out. I was less sore between sessions. um, And I was like, this is like, not only is it fun, it's, I, I, I feel like truly like I'm helping my performance. I'm helping my body. I'm helping the planet. I'm helping animals. Like there's really no going back for me. Um, so yeah, that happened in 2016.
0: Can I ask you this? Um, so that happened in 2016, but it was mm-hmm. something that led to you like looking for this in 2016 because usually people don't just wake up and go, oh, I think this might be an interesting uh, path.
2: i think initially i was just really curious i like saw the word vegan and i was like well you're already cooking like vegetarian why don't you just Mm -hmm. try it Mm -hmm. so i think honestly curiosity was just my main factor and then obviously when i saw what it was doing for my performance i was like wow this is like really awesome um and then over time, just learning about the effects on the environment and animal welfare. I was like, all right, like this is really like your lifestyle now.
0: So what do you, so you mentioned, Tony, mm-hmm. your nutritionist was supportive of this. When I talked to a lot of people, usually doctors, nutritionists are not supportive of this because they don't have all the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Your nutritionist though was. Yeah, Yeah,
2: she was extremely um, supportive and helpful, and um, you know we get blood work done all the time, all of us, and she's always like, you know, you need to up your iron, you need to make sure you're diligent in um, your supplements, and I'm extremely grateful for her for her help and that she was so open to this, um, and kind of guided me along the way, and yeah, it's been really awesome to have her in my corner.
0: Fantastic. And what, uh, Ali and Tony? What do your family and friends think of transition? Are they supportive or are they giving you a lot of, uh, a lot of crap?
2: (laughs) I would say they're really supportive. Um, I try to get my family to eat um, a bit more on the vegan side, at least, you know, when I know I can cook for them, they'll eat it for sure. And I always try to make them, food that foods that they're familiar with. So I'll make my grandparents like a lentil sloppy Joe or something that they can kind of connect with. So it's not so daunting or scary for them. And I think they like it. I think my grandma um, is trying to be a bit healthier and um, I'm like, okay, well, why don't you use, I don't know, this kind of butter, try this milk. Or um, So I'm trying to like sneak little items in there and then my grandpa won't know. So I'm just like, just put it in his food. He will he'll never know. Don't tell him. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> How about you, Allie?
1: Yeah, I think my partner definitely is the most reluctant. My parents, they, they love barbecuing, but they, the thing is when you describe the dish or say what something is called, like if you're like, oh, a lentil bolognese or whatever – they don't necessarily respond, but when they see the photos that Tony takes and they see us doing the videos, see one, how easy it is, two, how appetizing and delicious it looks and f- how familiar it looks, then they're like, oh, okay. And then once they try it, it's seriously, it seems like you just have to get people to try try it and they like it. So it's like, I feel like that's the biggest like obstacle because Lucas, you know, we have this great place, a Winter Park biscuit company. And I took him there and he's chowing down on this like chicken sandwich and having the fries with the cheese and the bacon crumbles. And then I have this photo and I'm like, yeah, this is vegan. He's like, yeah, (laughs) he couldn't believe it. And he loved it. And Tony too, preparing, you know, corn and we've done enchiladas, we've done risotto. We've done so many. And then the desserts too. And it's like, that's kind of an easy transition piece too, where it's like, you're going to love this cake. It tastes exactly the same. Well, why not make it without eggs, without any dairy. And we also like to sneak some tofu veggies in wherever we can. So you're getting even more nutrients. So I think, yes, seeing, um, the content, seeing the photos has helped a lot. And then once anyone just takes a bite, they're totally convinced.
0: And were you so inspired and you had such a love for all this? Did you get a, a degree in nutrition? Is that correct?
1: So I have a certification from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So that was, again, um, I was in Sweden and I really wanted to learn a- about nutrition and see maybe if I could also help other people, what I could do with my time and my energy. And and I, I learned a lot, especially about, about nutrients and also about speaking with other people about their health journeys and their wellness journeys so that was my first kind of introduction into not just eating but like talking about what i eat and maybe helping people if they want to change something or they don't have energy or just something like oh try drinking water when we wake up or some lemon juice Um, and that was that was really cool and i also met so many incredible people in that course over you know it's all online But, you know, one of my classmates was in Mexico and wanted to lower the obesity in children and and there was a cancer patient and just it really opened my eyes to how much health and wellness, you know, I'd always thought so much more about about lifting weights and trying to run more and those kind of things and hadn't thought as much about nutrition and recovery, um, even something like sleeping, how all of that can actually impact me and I think it was then I started eating more vegetables, more fruit, less sugar, more carbs because I, I had already always heard the like, oh, you don't want to eat a lot of carbs; it makes you fat. And finally, learned something about it and got yeah. so much more energy. And that's something that has been the biggest change. I don't think maybe decreasing meat—I've noticed as much a difference—but increasing carbs and increasing the eating the rainbow and more vegetables.
0: So just to clarify for the, the, the audience who's listening right now, when we're talking carbs, carbs, carbs are not a bad thing. As long as they're, they're unprocessed carbohydrates, right. As opposed to the processed carbs that 90% of Americans consume, right. That, you know, have the water taken out, have most of the, the nutritional integrity removed, but, Explain either Tony or Allie, what are we talking about here when we say like unprocessed carbohydrates?
1: Sweet potatoes are like my number one. I love sweet potatoes. I love quinoa. Tony, you have some cool grains.
2: Yeah, I like farro. Um, I love my my gluten-free oats. Um, I love sweet potatoes as well. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And fruits. (laughs) We love all the fruits.
0: I heard Tony say her lentil sloppy joes. We love lentils.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Love legumes. Yeah. A little bit of, yeah. yeah. They're all all fantastic. So you guys have done a lot of international travel over over the years. Um, How difficult is it to eat this way when you're on the road? And how do you do it?
2: I would say now it's not, um, so difficult. I think in the beginning of my vegan journey, I would, when traveling always make sure to come prepared. Um, right. Because I didn't really know what airports would have, um, in terms of options for me. So I would always come prepare with snacks and like maybe bring a salad with me and, and things like that in, and, and bars. Um, and I think, you know, as my time here in Orlando, um, has just gone on. Our team administrator is so good about mm-hmm. when we go to certain hotels or we're on the road, she's so good about making sure that, you know, we're taken care of, that we have um, the the vegan options that we need, that we have, you know, our, our protein and, and and such. So, um, and I think it helps too, that now we have a lot more people um, who are eating this way and e- even people who aren't necessarily vegan, they will still, um, take some of those options, which is really cool to see. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it's, it's gotten easier. I think, um, I always still try to be prepared because you never know what can happen. Delays in the airport, things like that. And, um, I just don't want to be left hungry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, uh, a, a hungry stomach makes cowards of us all. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't, I don't like being in that position, although I have, and, It's like, okay, I'm just going to do a little fast here, you know, a little little, (laughs) drink, drink some water. Yeah, (laughs) So what are your strengths as soccer players? Are you guys defenders, offenders, middle (laughs) women? What are you?
1: We're defenders. I'm, I'm a fullback, so I'm a runner and Tony is our beast in the middle and, and wins all the headers, does all the tackling and, and yeah, is like our, Solid, definitely a center back. Well, she was a forward as well. I shouldn't, um, <laughs> can't forget that she was a Mac Herman. That's like the highest accolade you can win in college soccer. She was on the watch list for Mac Herman as a forward. But, um, I, I, I just run up and down, I just run, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just try to stop goals. From Tony has scored. the power,
1: she can probably kick the ball like the length of the soccer field. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's spectacular. I yeah. used to play soccer in high school and I never I never liked heading the ball because it always hurt my head afterwards. I would get like a headache. You <laughs> might have a really hard head, Tony. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Just stubborn. Just keep doing it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and which is one of you lefty and left footed?
1: That's Tony.
2: I'm naturally left footed, but Ali has a really good left foot as well.
1: Oh. I injured my right ankle really badly. Like I couldn't use it, but I, I couldn't stop playing it. long story. So I just had <laughs> that taped up. So I just like only kicked with my left. And eventually after a couple of years, my left foot became, you know, decent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice when you, when you can become ambidextrous with the right and the left foot. It is,
1: it is. It's helpful. Cause I came here as a, as a left back and then the last three games I've been playing right back. So, you know, You wanna play? So you're like, put me wherever you need me.
0: And you guys have been playing. I mean, I heard you say earlier, I think, Allie, that I mean you were playing you guys have been playing since what, 2010?
1: Yeah, well, I'm a little bit older than Tony. But yeah, we we both so I played I graduated from Stanford, got drafted in into the league here and played for two years. And then the year that Tony was drafted to come into the league, the league folded. So she went off to Russia, I went off to Sweden, Tony's also played in Australia. So we've really been all over the place. But then Tony was here for when um, Orlando formed the team. So she's one of the the originals and definitely a fan favorite here. So I'm, I'm new because I came last year, as I mentioned when we met, but we couldn't play the season because of COVID. So this is my, this is my, I've only played, I think now five, six games for Orlando. (laughs) Wow.
0: Uh, What's the vibe like? You like Orlando?
1: I love it. I mean, the team is great. We've obviously to have that balance of the soccer and and the training and the meetings and and gym and the hard work, but to have this creativity and this side now as business partners with our show, to be able to have that balance has, has been so good for me. And I, I, you know, we're, we're undefeated on this season. So it's, it's been a great start. And I, I mean, not just how the games are going and, and the results, but also what we're doing as a team. And that's part of our show as well. Obviously we talk about food, but being, being strong female role models, talking about gender equality, talking about pay equity, talking about social justice. Um, And that's something important to to our team as well. And I think we are using our platforms um, as much as we can and, and learning from each other and doing research, raising money, doing whatever we can for some very important causes. And that's been Probably my favorite thing so far about being on this team, I feel very inspired and motivated and and really happy to use my platform, not just to inspire young girls to to pick up a soccer ball and play sports. That's also important to me in terms of body image and and health, but also what's going on in this country, what's been going on. For hundreds of years, I think it's important for us as athletes, too, to use our platforms to talk about things that aren't just sports. So, you know, and we do that on Girls Gone Veg as well. But it's been mentally and emotionally challenging, but really rewarding being on this team and in this community.
0: Bravo. How many how many um, teams are there in the National Women's Soccer League? We have 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have 10. Got it. Got it. So you mentioned, and I now we got to dive into it. You mentioned your <laughs> this this show that you guys started. If I'm not mistaken, it just launched like May seventh, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So tell me um, a little bit about the show. What platform you're on, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and who are, who who are some of the guests that you're having? Yeah, on? take it away, Tony. <laughs> All right, so. Um...
2: Girls Gone Veg. It's uh, Ali and I um, cooking together with a guest on the show, um, and we kind of, um, we like to describe it as not your average c- cooking show, right? We're, of course, we're there to describe and to show this amazing recipe, but we also have a guest on in which we can kind of dive into them a little bit, um, get to know them, what's important to them, and, and have like the most fun that we can. We want this to be light and and fun to watch. Um, And we want to showcase some really good recipes. Um, We are on the I Am Athlete YouTube platform. So Brandon Marshall um, previously reached out to me, um, maybe thinking that we could have um, been business partners. We could work together in some aspect in terms of his, his brand of House of Athlete. Um, And then I mentioned to him that, you know, Ali and I were um, in the in the midst of making a cookbook and he was so interested in that. And he was like, well, have you guys ever thought about doing the show? And I was like, no, but that sounds like really fun and really awesome. And and maybe that can help, you know, get this cookbook out there um, sooner. So I was like, yep, like we're on board. I I took the idea to Ali and she was like, yeah, let's do this 100%. It sounds amazing. And he's been extremely instrumental and um, super vital in the success of um, Girls Gone Veg and in the production crew that he's put together mm-hmm. to come up here and, and film us. Um, and everyone has been super nice and super helpful and making us feel very comfortable on camera. Um, wow. I'm naturally an introvert. So like, I'm just like, oh, Like I kind of freeze up on the camera, but Ali is so good and so personable and like so outgoing. So she makes me feel so comfortable and um, we've released four episodes so far. We have four more that we're going to, that are going to come out. And, you know, we have um, Brandon on there. We have his chef. We have um, some of our teammates. We have a professional golfer. So um, we, we have a lot of fun doing it. It's like just two best friends coming together and, and cooking and getting to know someone else and
0: um yeah. yeah it's been awesome well tony let me tell you the more you do it the easier it's
1: gonna
0: be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the better you guys are gonna get and i want you to know you guys are already doing a phenomenal job mm-hmm. i watched a couple of the episodes i watched the um the one where tony i think you made ally your soccer scramble Ooh. oh
1: yeah Mm-hmm. which
0: looked absolutely scrambles
1: so good
0: <laughs> and it was interesting for me to learn uh tony that your feet sweat a lot and oh my
2: gosh <laughs> yes so i'm always wearing socks
0: she really called me out didn't she <laughs> she did i was like wait you're in the crocs she's like no my, my my feet sweat too much i'm like well why not wear your socks and then put them in the crocs oh,
1: yeah there you like go. yeah that's a- even taller and I- I, so I use my Crocs as a bit of a you
0: know, right, right, a platform. So I can see. <laughs> and so, and so, um, and so, you had Marta on there. I think I saw Marta mm-hmm. in one of the episodes.
1: Yeah, Marta, Sid. We have a, a, a legend on the Canadian national team coming up soon. Yeah. So, and everyone has so many cool stories and and things to talk about. And I think it gives Tony and me a chance too to to let the viewers get to know us a little bit. And I think that's that's why we wanted to to have this show to kind of, yeah, build our brand and show what we're all about so that when we do launch this cookbook too, people will know what they're getting and hopefully we'll just buy a yeah. million copies.
0: <laughs> so the cookbook is still a thing that mm-hmm.
1: you guys- yeah. Yes, so, in the
0: works. Good. So, so you're doing the cookbook and you're doing the show and you're- you're doing you're doing the soccer. Yeah,
1: that's what's paying the bills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are you're pretty maxed out right now.
1: Yeah, busy.
0: It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. <laughs> so, if you guys don't mind me asking, how old are you guys? Cuz you look you look really spectacular.
2: Oh wow. Thank well, you. I'm I'm 30. Oh, and I'm 31.
0: <laughs> okay, you're 31. How old did you say you were, Allie?
1: 33.
0: Okay, so you said you were the older one by two years, which doesn't yes. say much at all.
1: But tell me <laughs> this
0: what is the lifespan of a professional female soccer player typically? How much longer do you guys want to go?
2: As long as my body will allow. We have, I feel like, what's the oldest owl in our league? Like four, no, late
1: 30s, I would say. Yeah, um, one of our teammates is 38. Yeah, um, so we We're got some time there. Yeah, there's a Brazilian player who's in who's 40 and she's at PSG killing it. Still, you know, playing for the national team. So I think it's it's pretty individual. But I would say now you're seeing more players play through their 30s. I think now with uh with the salaries being a little bit higher, because that's obviously a, a big issue is being able to sustain this lifestyle if you want to have a family um, there was nothing in place in terms of maternity leave or or support for mothers previously so that's something that different leagues are working on that fifa has has now put a policy in place so there are a lot of factors for for female athletes and I think with soccer now, in terms of, obviously, we're speaking about nutrition and and how our bodies can handle the the constant, the running, the tackles, the jumping, the 90-minute games back to back. We had three games last week, so that's where kind of that individual, obviously, injuries, ACLs are very common in women, so... ACL injuries. So it's, it depends, but I would say it's really cool. This generation, our generation, um, we're hanging on. (laughs) And I think too, yeah. And, and women are having, having children later and later or not having children. So I think, I think the opportunities are, are, are more now than ever before. And it's something that we're fighting for constantly to make sure that the next generation has it even better and hopefully can have even longer and better careers in terms of being paid and the conditions and the resources so uh, yeah tony and i are going to hold on as long as possible because Mm -hmm. i mean we love it and we have this amazing life and and i think we're we're lucky that we've been able to have these long careers and be active players right now when women's soccer is like at the highest level than it's ever been the 2019 world cup showed record and records in terms of viewership and fans and engagement. And even the challenge cup last year, the NWSL first time having the season, it was the first sport professional sport back after COVID and like blew all of these previous viewership records, like out of the water. So I think the interest is there and, and we're of course fighting for more media, more attention, um, more coverage, but, um, you know, I, I love it and, and want to certainly keep doing it as long as possible.
0: Well, you guys are doing the right thing. And as you know, I mean, if you can, if you can optimize your nutrition, which you guys are doing, it will help extend the longevity of your career. You know, I could see you guys going until your early forties, if you wanted. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just to kind of let you guys know. So before, before I was a firefighter, I was a professional triathlete. So I ran, swam, and biked, uh, you know, uh, and went gallivanting all over the globe doing that. And I did that for a good 10 years full-time until I was about 30, almost 34. And then I transitioned to becoming a firefighter. You know, after this career as being an athlete, but, you know, as you guys know, a desk job is like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a slow, painful death. So I became the firefighter. But while I was a firefighter, for almost eight, nine more years. I also was still competing as a world-class triathlete and, um, and it was just, a, it was a beautiful thing. So almost until I was 43, 44.
2: Wow, right? Amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ten so more
1: years, Tony, ten, <laughs> but the
0: news is, what what I like is that you can then for the most part, get out when you, when you think it's time. Right. Yeah. absolutely. I think
1: that's the dream for an athlete to, yeah. to have the decision be your own.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I want to know before I let you guys go kick some balls, <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for breakfast this morning? And if you've had it lunch already.
2: Okay. Well, for me, um, I, my first thing I had this morning was a matcha latte. With some almond milk, um, matcha powder, and blended it up. Um, and then I had oatmeal um, with some like cinnamon and peanut butter, um, lots of water, of course, you need to be hydrated for training. Um, and then for our post training meal, I had like a tofu, spinach, burrito, um, some sweet potato, um, and then I had my vegan protein shake.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. I so had for some o- lunch.
1: <laughs> overnight oats. Um, so I always do, I do oats, I do ripple milk. I have, um, I like throw frozen raspberries in there. So by the time in the morning in the fr- fridge, they're all like, yeah, blended in there and with some cinnamon and a little bit of agave. And then I had the same lunch as Tony since we were <laughs> It was after training, <laughs>
0: And, and so is that something that other, so let me ask you this. When I refer to the other women on your team, should I say women or girls? Because if you guys are like girls gone veg, do you, you have a preference? Or know... players. Or players. Or okay. players on the team, yeah. So the other players on the team, did, 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 was that an option for them as well?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, good,
0: good. And, yeah. and so how many players are on the team?
1: Uh, we're about 24.
0: 24. So what would you say of the 24, how many got the, uh, that, that burrito, the veg burrito?
2: Probably,
1: I would say probably around five or so. Yeah. yeah. There was also, um, vegan French toast as an option. So they might've gone for that.
0: <laughs> so was there a vegan French toast and then a non-vegan French toast? Uh,
1: non-vegan pancakes.
0: Non-vegan pancakes. They probably had eggs and.
1: Yeah, I something. think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, who inspires you guys?
1: Good question.
2: Um, who inspires me? I think my family inspires me. My friends inspire me. uh, My partner inspired inspires me. Um, we have, I think Allie and I are really lucky to be surrounded by pretty terrific Mm. women who are so um, involved in so many amazing causes and are fighting mm-hmm. for so much. And it's so wonderful to see. And um, it's so inspirational. And I think um, even, you know, having Marta as my fiance, just the things that she's accomplished and in, in, in where she comes from, from nothing. Um, I don't know if you know anything about her story, but she comes from nothing in this small place in Brazil. And she left home at age 14 because she knew she needed to get out to create a better life for herself and her family. And she knew that soccer was the only way that she could do that. Um, And I think just, you know, being surrounded by these wonderful women, I'm like, wow, like there's no excuse, you know, like I to not show up and and try to be my best every day to give my best um, in multiple ways in sport, outside of sport. So I feel very lucky to be surrounded by so many wonderful
0: people. Wow. Before I kick it to you, Allie, let me ask you this, Tony. So you said Marta is uh, one of the best in the world. Um, Why? Why is she one of the best in the world? What makes her, what makes her good? So good.
2: I think her determination on the field, her, willingness to never give up um she's also very exciting to watch um very yeah, she can skillful do things
1: that no nobody other can. can do with her she feet can and with the ball it's i
2: know it's wild it's like yeah. magic at her feet she can beat like i remember this one goal i think two years ago she got the ball from like half field and dribbled it past like four players and and scored and i was like only you can do that she just is magic and um a really hard worker and and I think you know she comes from a hard place and I think that's so um I think I can see that in in when she plays
0: have you been to where she grew up
2: I have yeah it's like um, kind of like in the middle of nowhere in Brazil and um, not a lot of money in the town. I think when she started playing soccer, she, you know, she was playing soccer barefoot in like the dirt um, and comes from a really poor place and um, she's
0: made it. Wow. Sounds like the, uh, the female equivalent of like Pele. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They call her that
0: they call
2: her the queen. So, yeah.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. How old is, is Marta?
2: Marta is 30. Is she, how old is she, Allie? Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is she
2: 33, 34? She 34, 34, <laughs> 34.
0: Listen, listen. <laughs> Keep her plan strong. She's got another good six, seven years. That's yeah. Great. How about she you? Certainly does. What inspires you, Allie or who? Yeah,
1: it's the same. You know, when I was growing up, I had my, my role models in sport, like Mia Hamm, Kobe Bryant. Um, And then now I feel the same as Tony. I'm inspired by other women in sport, women in politics. Um, You know, someone like Naomi Osaka, what she's doing, how she uses her platform and her voice um, and her money, I think is, um, is incredible. So I think, yeah, it's, it's an interesting transition. I, I, maybe it ages us a little bit, but I think you (laughs) go from having those players or athletes that you want to be like because of how they perform. But now I'm so inspired and motivated by players or public figures who are using their platforms to change the world. And I think that's something that I, I, aspire to do in however many years I have left. And then also I want to build my platform and my brand and our brand, um, within the cooking world, within the sport world, wellness, whatever it is so that we have a platform. So however many years as relevant as we can be, so we can continue to, to fight for equal rights and, and a better world and, you know, kindness to all humans and equality and love. So I think that's, that's a transition that, that I think you're seeing a lot right now and, and definitely has affected Tony and myself and, and hopefully continues to, to spread through different, you know, public figures and, and anyone coming up and especially men too and, and anyone who has privilege to, to be able to use their platforms to help those who don't have a voice.
0: You guys, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot one more time before I let you go dribble. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and that is, do you, do you guys have a favorite quote that you like think about or kind of drives you day to day? I've got one and I'll share it with you guys. Yeah,
1: Tell us yours.
0: So mine that seems to work for me in my life and also with what I'm trying to do now with getting people to. Transition to being plant strong. It's a quote by Winston Churchill. He's got a lot of great quotes. <laughs> but this one is, and I heard one of you say it, never. It's five nevers and then give up. So it's never, 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 never give up. That's mine. Love that. Um
2: well, I do have a quote tattooed on me. Um by Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Mm. And I think it's just so powerful. And it reminds me that, um, you know, anything is possible if I'm willing to work for it, if I'm um, willing to put myself out there and and believe um, in what i'm doing so yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely and, and be and be courageous and be yeah. you know kind of fearless and put it out there mm-hmm. absolutely Allie.
1: oh um, gosh i always hear and see quotes that that are, are so good of course i can't remember any of them but i think i like the quote, I'm not going to be able to say it word for word, but like people won't remember what you did, but they'll remember the way you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be Maya Angelou. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's cool to think about in sport too, because of course we're striving for, um, to perform and to be the best and to win trophies i mean that's the nature of of sport you you do play to win you know mm-hmm. no matter what anyone tells you and it is important for the community it's important for the club it's important for your your wallet um but i think at this stage now like what we've just been talking about what can you now do when you when you have made it to a to a place where you can influence other people um how how do you want to be remembered? What is your legacy going to be? Because there's, there's so many trophies to be won, you know, every league, every game you play in, there's a winner and a loser. Every, every year there's a winner of a league every year. There's, you know, a winner of a, of a cup, but when you, when you're done and the people around you, how you made them feel and, and the person you are, I think matters the
0: most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tony Presley and Allie Riley. Girls Gone Veg, we're going to tune in on the I Am Athlete platform on YouTube. Every Friday. Um, where, where can people learn and find more about you guys?
2: So we on Instagram, we are, um, <laughs> we are, pause, we are Girls Gone Veg. Um, and then yes, we come out on the I Am Athlete platform every Friday at noon on youtube um we'll have a website up soon where you can find all of our recipes um, more information about us and some cool merch we're gonna have and and just upcoming news that we're really excited about um and yeah just check us out
0: oh yeah absolutely (laughs) guys this has been terrific love what you're doing keep the faith um, Thank you. If you guys could sign off with me, just follow me. Peace, peace. Turn it around. Engine two, engine two, keep it playing strong.
2: Keep and it plan. strong. Yeah, yeah, love that.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tony and Allie. I'm pretty confident that you're gonna have many great years ahead of you as professional athletes, but I have a sneaking suspicion that your legacies will be filled with the positive impact you've made on your fans as both all-star athletes and plan strong advocates. To watch Girls Gone Veg episodes, go to the I Am Athlete YouTube channel that we're going to link in the episode page at planstrongpodcast.com. We'll also link to the Orlando Pride website so that you can follow along with these powerhouses for the rest of the soccer season thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week with more education motivation and inspiration thank you for listening to the plan strong podcast you can support the show by taking a quick minute to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts leaving us a positive review and Sharing the show with your network is another great way to help us reach as many people as possible with the exciting news about plants. Thank you in advance for your support. It means everything. Have you had your own Galileo moment that you'd like to share? What happened when you stepped into the arena and shed the beliefs that you thought to be true? I'd love to hear about it. Visit plantstrongpodcast.com to submit your story and to learn more about today's guests and sponsors. The Plant Strong Podcast team includes Carrie Barrett, Lori Kortowich, Amy Mackey, Patrick Gavin, and Wade Clark. This season is dedicated to all of those courageous truth seekers who weren't afraid to look through the lens with clear vision and hold firm to a higher truth. Most notably, my parents, Dr. Caldwell B. Esselstyn, Jr., and Anne Kryle Esselstyn. Thanks for listening.